that I'm also, you know, in addition to me being child-free by choice, I'm also childless by circumstance. Hi, I'm Anna Olson, and you're listening to We're Not Kidding, a podcast devoted to sharing stories surrounding the child-free life. As a life coach, I'm passionate about helping women feel confident and empowered in their choice not to have children. And I believe that by sharing our stories, we help break the stigma. So let's dive in. Welcome back, everyone. I am so excited for today's podcast guest. I have been looking forward to this conversation. Today, we are speaking with Jara Mitchell, who is the founder of Unfertilized Eggs. And if you haven't seen her page on Instagram, you definitely need to check it out and follow her. It's amazing. And Jara is someone who understands the decision to be child free, as well as is able to empathize with those who are childless by circumstance. So she has a really incredible um, approach and viewpoint. I'm so excited to have her here with us today. So Welcome, Jara. Thank you for being here. And I want to get to your personal story. But first, I'd like to start with your um, company, Unfertilized Eggs. And can you tell us a little bit about Unfertilized Eggs and how it came to be? Yes. So thank you so much for the warm welcome. And I'm so excited to be here as well. I love your page, too. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So unfertilized eggs, it just kind of came to me. Um, I know that I wanted to speak up about, you know, my life decisions because I was tired of questions from family, friends, co-workers asking me why I didn't have children. And I would kind of just either brush it off or make up something um, to kind of get them off my back. Um, them not knowing that I'm also, you know, in addition to me being child-free by choice, I'm also childless by circumstance. They never knew about my um, struggle with having fibroids. So I wanted to create something for women that are in both situations or, you know, either or. So unfertilized eggs. Um, and it's funny because I first heard this term. It was on a comedy special that I heard um, <laughs> from Kim Coles. Um, back in the day, she was in this TV show called Living Single. And uh, her, her character named character's name was Sinclair. But anyway, she did a comedy special where um, she went to a diner and uh, the, the waiter asked her what kind of eggs she wanted. And her, you know, not knowing that, knowing that she didn't want kids, she said, I would like my eggs on fertilized. I thought that was so hilarious. <laughs> yes, it's genius. <laughs> but while I was thinking about the company, you know, that I wanted to start to speak to both child and childless women, I didn't have that joke in my mind, you know, but (laughs) I thought about it later on. I'm like, okay, I heard that, that um, saying before and it was, you know, in a joke form, but um, yeah, but that's how it came about and that's how it got started. That's so cool. I love that. I, I hadn't heard unfertilized eggs, but as soon as I saw your page, I was like, wow, that's, that's genius. That's hilarious. And I love how it speaks to um, just those who don't or don't want to have children. Like it's very inclusive of many people's um, journeys to this, you know, to not having kids. And yeah, I think that's really clever. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about your personal journey to being and remaining child-free and what do you I guess your, your 
you know, as you said, you navigate kind of both the child-free and the childless realm. Do you use one of the terms to describe yourself? Yeah, so I definitely use uh, childless more often than I do child, um, I'm sorry, child-free than I do childless. Because I knew at a very early age, I say when I was about 15, but I never wanted to get pregnant, didn't want to have children. Although I love them, I just don't want to go through the process, have my body, you know, put through that process of pregnancy. And even after that, um, I'm not much of a baby person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I prefer kids, you know, four and up. But uh, to, to answer your question, uh, when I was 15, I was babysitting. Um, I'm also an oldest of three children. So I was always, you know, responsible and mature for my age and, you know, with me babysitting and while I was in, in high school and just going through all of that, I made a decision. It's like, I realized, you know, when I got older, this would be a lot of work <laughs> and I just, you know, I was turned off from it ever since. Mm, so this is quite a young, you realize this at quite a young age, actually. Yes. Yeah. In addition to that, my mom is a nurse and she used to work in a neonatal. And I would just, um, you know, hear some stories about women giving birth and the complications. And I just didn't want to put myself through that. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally relate and <laughs> to not wanting to go through that. Um, yeah. Have you received a lot of pushback um, and challenge around your decision to not have kids? Yes, absolutely. Um, when I first mentioned it to people, they were like, oh, you, you, you're going to change your mind, you know, once you meet that person. Um, or they would just ignore me or just brush me off and say, oh, you're, you know, you're talking crazy. So yeah, that was definitely some pushback. Um, so I just, like I said before, I started to just be quiet and not speak up about it. But earlier this year, I just got to a point where it's like, okay, I'm tired of you know, being quiet about it, tired of silencing myself. I just want to be myself and speak my truth. Mm, Yeah, that's beautiful. And I think the fact that you came to that place for yourself and now are, you know, helping other people do the same is really cool. So thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. Yeah. So what do you see as the importance of speaking up about being child-free and getting to a place of being able to speak your truth, as you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's freeing. And it also allows other people to be free as well. Cause you never know um, the people that, you know, you resonate with that, you know, you can inspire them to speak up and live their truth as well. Um, not everybody wants to be a mother and that's okay. And also for the mothers that would like to, um, you know, have a child, but are kind of unable and having infertility issues, you just have to realize it's not, you know, your fault. Don't blame yourself. Um, There's other ways you can be a motherly figure as well. So that's the message I want to uh, convey to, to people that follow me and that, you know, resonate with me. Those are really important messages Um, because I think like you are talking about there, there can be a lot of, blame on yourself for, you know, not being able to have kids and, or even not wanting to have, like, I feel like it, it, it can be in the child-free community too, where it's like Mm -hmm. kind of what's wrong with me. Why don't I have this desire? Right. Yes. People will call you selfish and things like that. And that's not the case at all. Like 
how can someone be selfish when they donate to certain charities and give of themselves freely, like, you know, give friends advice and things like that? That's not selfish. The fact that women want to remain child free is self-aware. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's worth celebrating, um, which, you know, can't be done when we're not speaking up about it. Um, so I think that's why your message is so important. Um, because it helps people get to a place where they can celebrate it mm -hmm. and find yeah. community. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you find the confidence to speak up about it? It was a lot of meditating. I did journaling, just kind of uh, really get into that point where, you know, I found that inner confidence mm. to, um, you know, to speak up about it outwardly if that makes sense. Yeah. So in my own experience, I found that once I really knew, not just that I didn't want kids, but kind of explored the reasons why, or realized that, um, not having kids kind of fit in with my own personal values and the things I wanted to do in my life. Um, mm -hmm. I felt more confident in my choice. And I think that helped my ability to speak up. Is that anything that you discovered as well? Or what was your journey? Yeah, absolutely. So the fact also that I, you know, I'm a writer, I require a lot of peace and quiet a long time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know that by having a child that would kind of be complicated, you know, get in the way of my work. Um, so just knowing those things and the fact that I just, I enjoy getting up when I want to wake up and just leaving when I want to leave and not have to worry about a, um, a car seat and, uh, just everything that comes with, you know, having a baby. Um, yeah, those, those are the things that made me, you know, more confident in speaking up, just knowing who I was. Yeah. Thank you for that example, by the way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. As you found that confidence and started speaking up, like what have been the benefits that have come from that? Yeah, so strangely enough, once I started speaking up and creating my page, I found um, articles about child-free women, you know, new articles, not ones that were already published. Um, and then I started, you know, I attended a conference that... Um, that was started the weekend right after I started my page on fertilized eggs. So it's like, I just started seeing these, these signs and, you know, different communities that just kind of let me know that I was on the right path. And mm. you know, from me speaking up and just putting it out there in the atmosphere, I started um, attracting, you know, women and a couple of men too, that um, wanted to remain child-free and then some women that are um, childless. Oh, cool. Yeah. So as you began sharing and sort of putting it out there publicly, you started, like you said, attracting people yeah. that your message resonated with and that you yeah, could connect right. to. I didn't have to go out and, and search any, well, I did search my pages, but um, <laughs> for the most part, they would, you know, follow me. And I thought that was amazing. Yeah. I had a similar experience where I didn't know, I hadn't seen any child-free or childless community on Instagram until I put a post out there. And then I started seeing other accounts and, and whatnot. And um, yeah, it's been like just the super cool evolution. It's like we have our own little hidden community or something. Yes. Yeah. And it's really cool once you like find it. Um, mm -hmm. It's really validating and 
Right, exactly. So I'm curious, have there been any unexpected outcomes or opportunities in your life as a result of being child-free? In relation to me starting my page, I was invited um, on a few podcasts, of course, this one. And um, I was invited to tell my story um, in a a magazine publication. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, getting published is that's quite an achievement. And, um, I know you're, I guess you are a writer, so you maybe are used to being published, but, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's really neat. I'm curious, you know, with you understanding both the child free and the childless aspects of not having kids, is there anything you'd like to share more about your perspective or your experience kind of navigating both realms? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, when I got the news that I was, you know, I had fibroids and doctors told me it'll be a slim to none chance of me ever getting pregnant. Although I knew, you know, within my heart, I didn't want to have children anyway. It was, I like, I was a ball of emotions. I didn't know how to feel. Um, like I said, uh, I knew I didn't want kids anyway. I was in a long distance, I mean, a long-term relationship before. And, you know, later on, he let me know that he wanted kids and I, I didn't want to give, you know, give him any children. So, um, yeah, that was really rough, you know, navigating both being child-free and childless. But um, I just, you know, embrace my truth now, nowadays. And, you know, I am who I am. Yeah. I, I let people know is, you know, just accept me for who I am and my decisions, just as I accept you and the decisions you make. Yeah, I think that's a really important, you know, what you just said there speaks a lot to sort of a pain point of people who don't have kids either by choice or by circumstance is that, you know, there is this pressure and to have kids. Um, it's still very much feels like not having kids is taboo and that the questions that were asked or like, when are you going to have kids or when are you going to settle down? Those Mm -hmm. very built-in questions. Um, And (laughs) I think that, you know, what is underlying, like, I don't think that it's always the question, like being asked that that hurts, but it's kind of the undertone of, you know, like you should be doing this. And Mm -hmm. as the child for your child list, it's like, we I think most of the time we understand people wanting to have kids. We understand that. And, and it doesn't necessarily impact our view of people. Okay. Maybe I'm talking too much for everyone, but personally, it doesn't impact my view of people. Like I have so much respect for parents and, um, those who choose to have kids. And I think it's incredible and I really enjoy kids, but it is kind of that, um, feels like our choice isn't respected in return. And I think that's where kind of some some of the tension comes in if Mm -hmm. that makes sense yes of course you know I feel like most people or some people um, they don't mean any harm when they ask kids but it's the ones who constantly just you know ask me the same type of questions after I mentioned you know I don't want kids and they're like oh something must be wrong with you or you're going to miss out and you're going to grow old by yourself. No. How do you even know that? <laughs> and yeah. then they say, I'm going to take care of you. 
And then my, my response is, well, that's why when I'm young, I make sure that I take care of myself so that when I get older, I don't have to rely on certain medications and, you know, my body's deteriorating and things like that. But it's just, I don't know, people are just kind of, I feel like um, brainwashed for lack of better words. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like, yeah. All women should have children when that's not the case. Right. It's kind of frustrating sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, I totally agree. And thank you for being another voice out there saying it's okay not to have kids. Because mm -hmm. I think that that message, you know, needs to be amplified um, and is so important to get out there. Because I think you're right. Like we're so conditioned that, you know, women's purpose is to have children. Right. There's so many other ways to discover purpose in life. Yes. Having kids, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Can you tell us about a project you've been working on that is coming out soon? Absolutely. Yes. So I mentioned that, you know, I'm a writer. And in addition to that, I'm child free by choice. Um, child is by circumstance, of course. So I feel like this is a great infusion of both of, I guess, my, my lifestyle, basically. Yeah, so um, I have a child, a 90 day journal for child free women coming out. And that'll be the, the first round of a series of uh, three journals. I'm not going to mention the other two right now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a journal for child-free women and it's to support their decision. Um, to also give them some sort of, I guess, relief and just for them knowing that they're not alone. So yeah, in there, I have shared 90 of my personal stories. And then wow. there's... Uh, questions that allow the readers to reflect and then um, kind of write out their affirmations and uh, just other surprises that are in the journal as well. And I'm looking at a January uh, release date. Oh, perfect. Yeah. What a great way to kick off the new year. Um, really getting reflective and building that confidence and, you know, walking through your child-free choice in a 90 day journal. That's awesome. I feel like, especially in the child free community, what I hear a lot of is, and I'm sure you've experienced this too, when they come across my page or my podcast are like, oh, I thought I was the only one, or I didn't know there was a community out there. Mm -hmm. And that is just, I just, I mean, it always makes my heart swell. Like I'm so glad people are finding community and and, and what I think is so important in that is the validation and understanding that they're not alone. And I think in your journal, by sharing your own experiences and giving like something that people will resonate with, having mm -hmm. that validation sprinkled throughout the journal and then reflective questions. I think that's just brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And well, powerful. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a labor of love. I'm almost done with it now. It's, it's in uh, the third phase of editing, and then it's going to go to formatting. But yeah, my goal was to, and this is, I'm saying this not to knock anybody else that has journals out, but I didn't want to have a bunch of lines and, you know, in my journal and asking the same repetitive questions. I wanted to do something different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, Oh, I can't wait to get a copy. <laughs> Speaking of how, so you, you noted a January release and how can people get um, a hold of your journal when it's ready? Uh -huh. 
Yeah, so they can visit my website. It's um, unfertilizedeggs.com. And um, you can actually go to the website now to join the wait list. But um, okay. once you the wait list, you know, you get emails. You'll be the first to know when the actual journal is available for pre-order. And um, yeah, that's how they can reach me. Cool. Awesome. Well, I will put a link in the show notes. I don't think there's anything out there that I've come across like this. Um, and I love your approach. I think that it sounds like a really engaging way to journal. And I'm sort of a, oh, on again, off again journaler. I, <laughs> I'm not always consistent. And so having, knowing that like things are not going to be repetitive is really yes. big for me. So I think it sounds like exciting. It's like an interactive book journal type combo. Yeah. I don't know how to define yet either, but that's kind of what it sounds like. What was the catalyst for creating the journal? Well, just as, as you mentioned, I haven't seen anything um, in the market like that. And I know from my personal experience, journaling has helped me to become more confident and to be able to speak my truth um, with, you know, a lot of things. And I feel like journaling has so many benefits and I wanted to just um, offer something for the child-free and childless community to um, let them know they're supported. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. And what do you imagine someone's journey through this journal will bring them? Peace, first and foremost, uh, support and the confidence and um just letting them know that they're on the right, that they're making the right decision because it's something that's, that speaks to their heart. And I feel like you should always be yourself. Don't conform to society standards because it's what they say, you know, you're supposed to be doing. Um, do what makes you feel good. And, you know, from, from me telling my stories and then them, uh, the, the writing prompts, I feel like they will have the, again, the confidence to be who they are, just as I found my confidence. Mm, I love that. And, you know, I think what's really beautiful about that too, is that it's very centered on the person going through the journal. And I think like we are our own best guides and, but sometimes we need help getting to our own wisdom mm -hmm. and having a process to do that, um, you know, that's just easy to pick up and do and, and not necessarily like, you know, like coaching can be a great format for that, but sometimes we don't have the time or the money or the whatnot and having something else to help guide that process is really cool. Thank you. And something I know about you is that you, in fact, really genuinely enjoy kids. I've seen some of your videos and you have a nephew that you are the auntie to, um, and just like the smile on your face when you're talking about him, you just light up. So as someone that does enjoy kids, um, do you feel like you're missing out at all by not being a parent? No, I don't. <laughs> as you mentioned, um, I love my nephew. That's my, my heart right there. Um, in a lot of ways, he kind of acts like me. My sister, she, she calls him my twin few, like twin nephew. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't feel like I'm missing out at all. And also I'm in a sorority and I have mentored. I'm going to get back to it once COVID, you know, once all this 
is over with. <laughs> but um, yeah, I have mentored young ladies as well. So I, I get a chance to, you know, have that motherly, motherly figure um, without going through pregnancy. Yeah, I think that's something that some people who genuinely enjoy kids, I think having examples like that to think of ways to feed that nurturing side of yourself um, through mentoring or through really being present in a niece or nephew or your friend's kids' lives are great examples of ways to do that. And I love that being not having kids allows for more creativity in those areas, in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And it it kind of extends your reach. And I find that, you know, sometimes um, kids, they gravitate towards me. Um, I used to be a substitute teacher. <laughs> and a lot of the kids, they said that I was their, their favorite sub. And, um, you know, I have, I've had people, people still tell me this, um, that, you know, I'll be a great mother but I don't want to do that. Right. Right. And I think that what people are picking up on is you're good with kids, you're nurturing. I think they're picking up on that and just assigning it to like that one category that we all know. Um, (laughs) And, and I love that you're here saying, yeah, thank you, but no. Yes. And I'm standing firm in that decision. Now I used to, you know, go back and forth and waver and like, Oh, thank you think about it but now I'm unapologetic about my choice it's just who I am yeah if you could tell your younger self one thing what would it be stand up for yourself um embrace who you are no matter who disagrees with it and um don't be silent speak your truth Mm. Mm. yeah Those are some powerful messages. Yeah. I wish I had this confidence that I have now. I wish I had this years ago, <laughs> but you know, you live and you learn. Right. And I, I admire so much that, you know, you've come to this place of having confidence and you're helping others get there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's my aim. Yes. And what advice, you know, speaking of that, what would you say to someone who is afraid to speak out about being child-free or childless? Yeah, so your truth would absolutely set you free. Um, By being silent, I think that that um, makes it worse in a sense because you're just, I don't know, you're not being your authentic self. I feel like um, when people are, are silent, they um, are giving in to what society thinks that they should do or just not fully coping with their um, childless, I guess, uh, infertility issue. So, you know, speaking up, finding the help, um, you know, whether it's through coaching or journaling, that'll definitely help you. So don't be silent about it. That's what I would say to people. Yeah. And as you said earlier too, like that speaking up can help others too. It helps you. It, Mm -hmm. it, it helps you process. It helps you, um, you know, or getting to the point of being confident to speak up. Maybe that's where the processing happens and the healing, but Mm -hmm. once you're there and once you're able to speak up, it helps others too. It helps others know that they're not alone. It helps people feel validated and, um, yeah, it builds community. Yeah. 
absolutely. You're able to attract your um, the tribe of women that you know resonate with you that can relate to what you're what you're going through. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you have, I know you have an Instagram page. We've got your website, um, unfertilized eggs, and we're gonna link that up in the show notes. Is can how can people connect with you? Are, is there any um, yeah, what's the best way to get in touch with you? The best way is actually, um, I have an email, um, info at unfertilized eggs. And then I started a YouTube channel. I'm going to get more consistent with that. I just have to find the time. Yeah. <laughs> so everything pretty much is under unfertilized eggs. And then I have a Facebook page as well, but the very best way I always check my emails. Um, so that's, you know, email or they can DM me on Instagram. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And if you aren't following Jara, please check her page out. It's awesome. I love your messages. You had a post recently. I don't remember quite how you worded it, but I was just like, oh yeah, like this it's gold. It was like, not about, you know, venting or, or necessarily like, um, bragging, bragging. That was it. It's not about bragging about your child-free status, it just seemed like such a compassionate message, um, that doesn't really like divide people. And I think that that's really important because I think that, you know, our community, while validation is important, like we don't need to exclude the other experiences. And I just really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. People understand, you know, not having a child means I can go take a trip wherever. I don't need to, you know, post about that. People understand Oh, that. that's just my take on it um but yeah I thought you were going to say something about the clapbacks that I post on my page sometimes I know those are hilarious to some people <laughs> in addition to being compassionate I also have a sarcastic and witty side so that's where the clapbacks come from <laughs> that's good too you know what it's balance <laughs> <laughs> all about balance <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for what you're doing, uh, the messages you're, you're spreading, the humor, and um, for taking the time to come and be on the podcast today. I am so grateful to have connected with you. I love what you're doing. And I'm excited for people to get their hands on your journal. Thank you so much. I enjoyed the conversation and thank you so much for having me. Yes. My pleasure. One of my top uh, favorite accounts to follow on uh, on Instagram. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> oh, thank you. And likewise, <laughs> genuinely. Um, thank you. All right. We'll catch you next time. Hey, listener, real quick before you go. If you're curious what it might be like to work with a coach around any aspect of your child-free life or the decision to have kids in the first place, you can book a free 45-minute clarity call with me through my Instagram page. My handle is at Coach Anna Olson, and you'll find a link to book your session in the link tree. I cannot wait to talk to you.